Mindfulness Mode 367. Most people think of their muscles and their heart when they think of fitness. What we want them to do is just start to think about your brain. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness right here on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. Welcome to the show, Mindful Tribe, and thanks again for all of you who have been subscribing and sharing the news about this podcast. It truly helps to keep it on the air. Do you ever have trouble falling asleep at night? I've recorded sleep meditations in the past and I have received a lot of feedback that they've been very effective for people. Now you can download my latest Sleep Naturally meditation. You know, I think we all deserve a deep, easy, relaxing, natural sleep where you fall asleep easily, you drift off to sleep. Well, you can drift off to sleep with the calm, gentle sound of my voice. At least that's what some of the people say who have used this to help fall asleep. You'll rest comfortably without any effort. You'll just sleep naturally. You can download that audio at mindfulnessmode.com forward slash sleep. That's yours for free. Just go to mindfulnessmode.com forward slash sleep. Now today my show is about fitness, about brain and body fitness. And my guest sent me the Wave. It's an item, a device called the Wave. And that's her invention. And we'll be talking about that during the interview. I've been using it during the last month. And I have to say, I'm experiencing a change a mind-body connection. It's kind of hard to describe. Also, I feel like my posture is improving. I'm feeling focused in a different kind of a way. You'll hear more about this invention during the interview. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my chat with the creator of The Wave, Dina. Well, Mindful Tribe, you're in for another great interview today. I can guarantee you that. I'm with Dina Seeger. And Dina Seeger is amazing. You'll find that out in a few minutes. Dina, are you in mindfulness mode today? I certainly hope so, yes. <laughs> Dina Seeger is the founder of iBalance. And it's iBalance, I-B-A-L-A-N-S. It's a company that develops sensory stimulating training products for mind-body fitness and rehabilitation. The company's inaugural product called The Wave, and it's W-A-V, uses the principles of neuromuscular science to help therapists, trainers, consumers strengthen the brain-body connection for healthier movement. She also provides entrepreneurship mentoring to students of various ages, and she serves Get this, this is going to be fun, on the Funny Farm Animal Rescue Board. <laughs> Dina's early career accomplishments include implementing a transformational process change for the airline industry. So we're going to talk about that. I could go on and on, but Dina, can you explain to us what mindfulness means to you? Um, sure. I, I feel like for me, sometimes words are difficult to convey, so... I like to think of mindfulness as the IMAX compared to the regular movie experience. Um, when you're in the IMAX, you're fully immersed, you're having all of your senses and you're becoming part of the experience as opposed to say a movie, 
where in some way you are, but you're more of a, a passer and a passive viewer of what's going on. So I, li- I like to think of mindfulness to, to be those two different things. Okay, well, that's very interesting. Well, I, I'm excited to get to what you're all about, the company and the, the sensory stimulating products. The inaugural product was the Wave. Can you explain to us what that really is and what it really does? Sure. So the Wave is um, it's a holistic movement training bar, and it's powered by fluid motion. So really what happens is your physical movement is guided by sensory input. So every move you make, your brain relies on sensory input. You can think your eyes, your ears, um, you have mechanoreceptors and little sensors all over your body. And it's the most important part of your movement actually is your brain. It takes in all this information and it processes that and it sends messages back to our bodies to say, oh, hey, uh, this is how you should move. This is what's going on. And it gives you that fluid, coordinated way of movement. So the wave is really tapping into that concept of the connection between your brain and your body and how that information comes in and integrates that into your exercise or rehabilitation routine so that you are getting the maximum amount of information into your brain so that you can get the best information back down to your body and improve the quality of your movement. So in neuromuscular science, it's it's neuromuscular re-education, different things where it's really important in a more physical sense, your brain, your nervous system, and that connection. So is this a device that you wear then? No, it's actually a a bar that you hold or you have in different places around your body. So if you could imagine a four-foot sort of bar and you can see through it and it has fluid going through that, so you could imagine... You close your eyes and kind of imagine the beach and the sounds of water flowing, something probably from uh, mindfulness that everybody's really familiar with. Yes. So it's using flowing sounds and vision, and um, it's unstable. So it has a um, the way it feels as well. So you're feeling, hearing, and seeing different inputs as you're moving to be able to stimulate and elevate that movement experience into something different. So do you stand? You do everything. So if you can think of all, uh, do you exercise? Yes. Okay. What kind of exercise do you do? Well, I have a total gym. So do you know what a total gym is like? I do. Uh Yeah. Yeah. So I have that and I love to move my arms and to, you know, pull myself up and do that kind of thing. Great. So if you think of any of those movements that you would do and you're doing a shoulder press or you're doing a pull, um, you do those same kinds of movements with the wave. And then the sensory piece is integrated. So through that instability, it teaches you when you press overhead. uh, One thing people do a lot is they're going to have their shoulder joints. They're not centrated in the position. So that's how people get hurt. You're reaching and extending past your actual uh, natural range for your joints. The wave is going to give you internal feedback about your own body and help you readjust so that when you go ahead and do that press, you're doing it in a more healthy way. And you actually will be able to get more strength out of each movement and be more efficient in how you achieve that. So you're going to do all kinds of exercises. Um, we're not creating brand new, you know, your body can only move so many different ways, right? There's a limited right. limitation to that. So what we're doing is bringing this additional piece to elevate the experience internally for your body. So do you wear earphones or headphones or something? Or you just hear, does it have a speaker on it? It doesn't have it. You'd be surprised. It's it's uh, you can hear it as you're moving. It doesn't need a speaker. So it's oh. it's big. You know, think of four feet. It's not small. 
So you have, um, you get the natural sounds that come from it and you get to see and do things. So you don't need a speaker. You don't need headsets. Um, in fact, we don't really use loud music or anything because that actually takes away from the whole concept of what's happening. So you, you know, sometimes we have some soft, more, probably what would be more mindful music that's, uh, or sounds even let's say that are part of the process when you train, but you're not, you don't, you want to just be your body and yourself and be connected. Is there a learning curve? Uh, Sure. So the concept is called sensory motor training. That's your senses and your motor system, right? Combined together. Um, Yeah. So what's fun about it is you get a lot of immediate feedback and your body starts to adjust and learn as you go and you get that as a sort of an immediate response. So you may start to do it and say, wow, that was really hard and that wasn't working so well. And then as you relax into the movements and get more uh, skill with that, you, you get that feedback and you really start to learn more about what you're doing. And then you can advance it as you go. I see. Are these used in gyms then? Yep. You can use in gyms and um, can be in a personal training situation, say in a Pilates class. It's more where movement is the focus. So movement focused training and uh, it's used for athletes for athletic training. It's used in rehabilitation and it's used in fitness. And now it's also available for people to do at home on their own. And how long has this been available? Um, we started last year um, and to the end consumer just available um, in the last couple of months. We put oh, together yeah. a great training package and wanted to make sure that we had all the elements in there for someone to be successful on their own as okay. well as put in place. Um, one of the really important parts for us is for people to be successful in reaching their goals. Um, and based on all my past background and, and kind of what you represent, having that coach or guide there to help you through, you don't need them every day and you don't need them all the time. But I've found in my life and through my goals, it's really something you can't beat. So we wanted to make sure we have a way. So part of when you get the wave, you actually get time with a trainer as well. So we don't want to just give you something and send you on your own. We want to be a partner with you and your success and helping you learn how to be a better mover. So can you send this anywhere across the globe? Right now we're limited. We're into the United States. So we are concentrated in the United States only. So we're, we're in the United States. I know looking into Canada, I've had some requests for Canada. So we're looking into just making sure that we have, you know, all the I's and T's as far as sending commerce and selling across lines, stuff like that. I see. So how do you integrate the training? Is it done online or you say you get a trainer to help you get this going? Sure. So when you get it, you actually get um, online training. So there's online videos that come with a product that you get. You you log into our library. We have um, a few different things. We have actually the movements themselves and you can follow along with the trainer on the videos. We have what we call brain dates. Um, For me personally, um, again, coming back to that science discussion that we had a little bit, Knowing why you're doing something from a scientific point of view and how is it helping me and what do I expect from it, I think is something that's super important. It always makes me very interested. And what I've found is it really helps other people as well. So we include brain dates, which are more three, four minute discussions of really learning your body, why you're going to do the movement you're going to do, how does it work and how is it going to improve other areas in your life, whether you want to walk your dog better, whether you're trying to hit a better tennis Um, game, you know, whatever it is you're doing, where does this come from? And why do you care about what you're about to do? Um, And then we have uh, like this kind of session, 
where you get the personal trainer, you let them know ahead of time, what are your goals, what's important to you. Um, and then you have a session and they help you understand how different movements or things with the way you can train to, to really achieve your goals. And then if you want to continue that, you can, and you don't, that first one that's up to you, you can have it. We want to make sure you're successful. I see. So does this device help to motivate you to move, would you say? That's interesting. Um, coming from my background, I think motivation is a, that's a difficult, really, anybody who can figure that one out has got the uh, billion dollar question, honestly. I would say it maybe breaks down your barriers to being motivated. Um, it's not that difficult to get started. It's safe. You don't have to worry about getting hurt. It's got, um, it's more focused on form and it's low impact. So some of motivation comes from being afraid or not really sure what to expect or will I do it right? And kind of, I think, again, going to your videos that I saw, you're like, don't worry about it not being the right thing, just get started with it. So we really believe in that approach as well. Be curious about your body. There's no wrong way to move it. In fact, starting to move it is great. So I think from that point, it can help you with the motivation. Um, But honestly, if you have no motivation that's a little bit difficult, right? Like you have right, to start with something. So I think that's a, I think that, that would be. Well, well, that makes sense to me. But I mean, I think for a lot of us, getting immediate feedback can be motivating in itself. It can be motivating to continue for sure. Yes. It's just the start. So I always find, right. right, I think that we do a lot to help you motivate. And that's one of the things, you know, kind of talking about being in the moment and, and enjoying the process is motivation to stay with it. But the very, very, very first step of starting is a little bit that, you know, that motivation is a little different. So I'm, I'm still getting the picture of this. It's a, you said, I think you said it was four feet Mm -hmm. long, a bar. It's filled with fluid of some kind. And is it on a stand of some kind? So it is on the floor or how does it held there? No. So imagine, um, so you, you said you're Jim, imagine you're grabbing a bar and you're doing an arm curl. Right. or you're doing a shoulder press, you, you're going to have it in your hands um, in a similar fashion. You're also going to have it behind your knees and down the side of your legs and all over your body, across your hips in different ways that it's going to challenge your stability. So core stabilization is a really important part of what's there. And it, in that, it uses a concept called dynamic resistance. You know, the, the, the force is changing and your body okay. has to stabilize to um, resist that force and stay on cue. So if you could imagine, you know, taking a bar and just using it in all different ways that you would move your body, it's like that. Um, And then the last part is just really hard to explain. As soon as people put it in their hands, they go, oh, okay, I get it. So there's a different feeling that you have. But if you weren't looking the very just physical, tangible thing, if I were to draw a stick figure holding it, it looks like the way you would hold lots of, you know, long bar things. I interviewed a woman who uh, gets exercise through pole dancing and she has a pole dancing studio. Is there any connection? Would a person who does pole dancing for exercise find this to be a huge help and and something they would really enjoy, do you think? That's interesting. Um, I think that anybody who's interested in doing what they do better is going to be interested in it, right? So pole dancing, obviously, there's a ton of core work that you're doing there, right? You you have to core like crazy to be able to go for the pole. So from the straight physical aspect of pole dancing, um, yes, I would say that that would be very valuable for you. You want to be able to stabilize your body properly. That's going to get you more out of each exercise or each movement you're doing there. So 
it's really for people who who want to you know improve their balance and their stability and their posture so a lot of uh, when you move on the pole um, posture is not just like how you're sitting posture is how you're moving through space so posture would be really important in those movements to maintain proper posture as you're lifting yourself up and flipping around you want to be able to make sure you have the posture that you need and isn't balance stability and posture crucial for every one of us especially as we age uh, super important for everybody. Yes. And because look around at, you know, you go to the, uh, say nursing homes or you go to, you know, seniors places. And so many of the people are using walkers yeah. in order to get around. And that's because they don't have the stability or the balance that they used to have. Right. Yep. I always, um, it's interesting. I always make the analogy between athletes and older people. Um, and athletes are interested, balance, stability, and posture is crucial for an athlete, right? And yes. they want to fine tune their movements and get everything they can out of it to perform at their optimal and their best. And as we get older, I think we all look for those same things. How am I, but I'm not playing, you know, the top match. I'm playing the game of my life and doing the things that I enjoy. And how am I going to find ways to maximize what I get out of them and perform my best at whatever I'm going to do? I think you, you take an athlete's mindset as you age. That's one of the values of aging is you, you look at things a little differently. And perhaps somewhere in between there, you might not look at it so closely. Maybe when you're 20 or 30, you, you might not do that. Right. Yeah. I have a friend in my 80s and it gave me a new appreciation for walking. Right. Because, you know, when you, you spend time with somebody in their 80s who uses a walker all the time and someone who has fallen a number of times and hasn't been able to get up, yep. that is traumatizing. And I don't want to go there if I don't have to, you no, know, believe me, I know exactly what you're saying. And I think, though, even, you know, I have friends in their 40s that have shoulder replacements already or yeah. they've been injured. They're trying to do sports. And what happens is we always say, um, more is just more until it's smart. So what happens is a lot of people don't become smart about how they move. They just try and do something hard or move more and then they're hurt. And that happens when you're 40 and 50 and 60. So make your movements smart and then make it hard and you'll get so much more out of what you do. So we really want to get people to make their movements smart. Well, okay, let's talk about marathons because I've interviewed a number of people who say, you know, just run. Doesn't matter what age you are, get out there and run. Yep. And yet there are other people who say, don't run because it's so hard on your body. You should walk or you should move in other ways. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think everybody's different and you should know your body. We all have our strengths and weaknesses and some people mm -hmm. can just run and it's not a problem for them. So I think really knowing yourself and being aware of your own self and your limitations. But I don't agree, particularly as you get older with the just get out there and run philosophy. I believe you, again, I believe in getting out there with smart information and education and starting to run makes a lot of sense. Just going out and running, um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me because there's a lot that goes on with your body. And if you don't really know what it is and you don't have good form and you're doing things, you're just going to, I feel like unless you are going to win $10 million for that run, you're trying to do something that you enjoy that gives you personal satisfaction and getting injured doesn't give most people joy and personal satisfaction. No way. So if you can make sure you get the, there's lots of information out there. If you can really start running, get out there, and be smart about it, then I think that's great advice. So this is your inaugural 
um, device, invention, what else do you offer? So for right now, we're focused on getting this out there and really getting people to just think differently about their bodies. Most people think of their muscles and their heart when they think of fitness. What we want them to do is just start to think about your brain. Like that's actually the most important part. Without your brain, you don't move and your brain needs information. It decides how you move, when you move, what you do when you move, how what's the quality of your movement. So our real first um, focus is the wave and then just bringing a different perspective that a lot of higher end um, professionals are aware of, but probably most the general public doesn't have access to that. And for me, working in science all the time, one of the best things is taking the stuff that a small group of people really know a lot about and then letting other people enjoy the life-changing benefits of what that can do for them. So we want to just get people to start to think different, have a different conversation, think about your body differently. Um, and hopefully it's with the wave. And if it's not, it's okay. Like come still know what, what's going on there and find ways to engage your, your brain. Right. So how, how heavy is this device? So that's an interesting question because most people are focused on weight, right? Like it has to be heavy and heavier and heavier. Um, It's not very heavy at all. And I always say, think of a bowling ball. You know, when you go bowling, you're not going bowling with the eight pound ball, then the 10 and then the 20 and then the 50. And and you're trying to really get the heaviest ball you possibly can. What you're trying to do is just get great form so that you get a strike. And that doesn't require a lot of weight. It requires a lot of really good movement and technique. So the wave is really following that same concept. You don't need a lot of weight to actually stimulate your central nervous system and connect with your brain and work on your form. When you throw the weight on something else, then you'll be ready because your body will know its position and what it's doing. So it's it's not heavy. I see. So an old person could manage with this. Sure, you can be older or younger. It's really, um, it's not, again, it's not like a, a weight you, you, you do have weight right. and you do have resistance, but um, it's really going to be a lot of it's going to be determined by um, the techniques or the, the moves that you're doing. You can do um, the same motion, which seems like the same motion, but you can increase the challenge and how much more challenging it becomes through all different things that we have. It's, you know, how your hand positioning, your eye positioning, your body positioning, what, how, you know, there's a lot of different things that go around. So you're going to start with the same weight. But then you're going to adjust to your personal level based on other things that you do and the feedback that you get from the wave directly. So it's for any level. It's really how you use it that's going to change based on who you are. Right. I see. Well, it sounds like a very, very cool device. And I think that it's it's amazing that you've created this. Are you the inventor? Is there a team of inventors? Where'd you get this idea? Yeah. Um, So, of course, uh, I think everything's better with a team. Um, so yes, sure. I started with the idea. Let's call it that. I, I started with the idea. Um, but I didn't start with the big idea. I started with the idea of how to make it accessible and, and take the concepts. Um, I was, uh, the COO of a nutrition tech company and we had a gentleman, um, he was really good, really big bodybuilder. Um, and I nominated him to be our corporate wellness guru and we would do uh, Move It With Me Mondays. So every Monday he would come in and as a group, we would all exercise together. And um, one day he came in with this really gigantic um, pipe and, and bodybuilders, they take these really huge pipes and they fill them with rocks and sand and stuff like that. Okay. And then they try and do all kinds of things with them. So he came with that and I said, wow, 
as soon as I picked it up, there was a lot going on here about all the principles that I have learned and understand. It's just crazy. This feels like a lot of stuff. So I immediately got on the phone um, to a woman that I knew that she's a sports rehab doctor. And I said, um, I would love to come over because I think I just encountered something that's really important for people. And if you say so, then I know it's in the right direction. I'd just like to clarify because she's got a ton of experience with all this stuff. So I brought it over and of course she's like, yes, definitely. This is, this is what you think it is. And it's definitely doing all those things. So it was just a long process from there to turn it into something that's part of, can be part of your everyday training. So embody those principles, but then turn it into a product, wrap training around it so that you can become successful and, and build all those pieces together. So that's kind of how, how we got started. And then um, for me, it was really important um, to make sure all the things we thought were happening because it's really about your brain body. There's parts of your brain that are important for movement. Um, we went out to New Mexico to with a neuroscientist. He's done a ton of work with all kinds of research. Um, and he, we did a, a small study and hooked people up, you know, to the, the, the brain. Uh, was it the EG, the scans, the caps? I don't know if you've ever seen those caps where they put them on. It has all the electrodes. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we hooked people up and we had them exercise with the wave. And it was super exciting. It came out that there's a difference in your brain and the part of your brain that we really wanted to reach and that was important. Um, was stimulated with the wave and it was very different than when you weren't using the wave. So that gave us the, so we had sort of had the medical input. We had the feedback from people just on the gut check. And then we went to the neuroscientist and had that initial feedback about, okay, yeah, you're definitely touching something that's different. So that said, all right, we have all the components to feel good about going out with this product and getting it out there to people. And then we're going to continue to find ways to study and, take a look at it. We have Jefferson. Um, they're going to be doing a balance study um, in their um, and part of their master's athletic program. One of the students is going to do their thesis with balance. So we're really excited about getting more, any scientists, any scientists who would want to work with us and come up with like, you know, cognitive benefit, any of that stuff, you know, please, if they're listening to your show, I would love to have them give me a call because that's super fun. Dina, tell me a story about a specific person that has started using this device and it's changed things for them when it comes to mind body. Um, so we have um, a lot of different kinds of customers. Um, most recently, one of the things we do when we we um, connect with our customers, we like to, again, understand why it's important to them and what they're doing. So sort of talking to your previous example, Um, One of our customers was talking about getting older and how balanced and really wanting to be able to stay connected to what she wants to do. And um, she was actually using the wave uh, at a fitness class. And after doing that, wanted to then continue that and take that home and use that into her home life and be able to use that to help her keep her balance and connected to exercise in a way that was important for her. So that was Very exciting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, it was good. Well, I also want to ask you about, uh, I mentioned it in the intro, you serve on the Funny Farm Animal Rescue Board. Yes. So <laughs> tell me about that. Um, so I have an amazing friend and I love people who live what they are. Like I'm imagining that your everyday life is filled with all the things you talk about now on your podcasts and it just comes out everywhere. Um, those are my yes. favorite kind of people. Um, the funny farm rescue is, is exactly that. 
So it's taking um, abandoned and abused animals and giving them a forever home. It's also doing a lot to teach people about uh, bullying and how everybody can get along. So most of those animals, it's it's a really super, super unique place. Um, the chicken, the pig, the goat, the cow, the dog, the cat, they're all hanging out together. Um, they're free roaming. You interact and touch everything. Um, the animals interact with each other and touch everything. So there's not like everything in its separate place and its separate time. It's everything learning how to get along um, and how to really have a harmonious environment. Um, and it touches the lives of so many people and really gives them just a, a really special way to connect with their families and themselves. And uh, most recently, we, we started uh, selling books as well. And I love that because there's not many places you can go and then take that home. There's a great video. I don't know if you ever look on our um, Facebook page. There's a, a, you know, a little boy who's reading the book with his mom because he just did all that stuff with his mom. And now he can go home and read it again and they can like relive that happy moment over and over again. And um, I think it's amazing. So it's a really amazing place. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's That's really fantastic. Good. If you're ever in New Jersey, you should definitely come. Well, I would love to. We'd love to I'd have you come. Find it. Yeah, I would find it so interesting. Yeah. Well, that takes me into my question about bullying because I've worked in bullying prevention for yeah. over a decade. Do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference? I did. I thought about it and I know that you do a lot of great work for children. So I was trying to think of a, a childhood experience and something that came to mind for me in it I, is not exactly me, but it was part of my experience. So when I was in school, um, there was a girl and unfortunately, uh, maybe that stereotypical movie girl who really was the brunt of a lot of not nice things. Um, in retrospect, I'm guessing her home life was probably not so nice either. Like all the things as a kid, you don't actually understand. You, you get it as you're older, but you don't have any idea what that is. Um, and I didn't bully her, but I didn't, help her not be bullied. So I think that while her story and what happened to her impales in comparison, like I don't have something like that. What it did do is help me realize that bullying isn't just a one-on-one -on -one thing. It, it impacts all the people around you as well that are part of that bullying situation. And I think if I could have had, I don't know if it's just maturity, mindfulness, a combination of those two things together, that it would have allowed me to really tap into what intuitively I was feeling deep inside, but didn't let come out and, and how you're almost like, Oh, thank heavens. That's not me. But really that's because of the deeper gut feeling you're thinking that's really awful, but you're not expressing it or doing something about it. So I think if I had more mindfulness or ability at that point, I would have been able to take and manifest that into an actual action where I could have been part of, a solution. I wasn't part of a problem, but I was because I wasn't part of a solution. And if you're not part of a solution, you're still part of a problem. So I, I think of bullying in that way. And I think it's really important to bring not just the person into bullying, but all the people around them that are also impacted, because that'll be a stronger kind of way to go about it. Yeah, I like your story. And that's absolutely true. It's it's absolutely right on to bring other people into the situation. Dina, as we move toward the end of the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So 30 second answers are perfect. Who is one person who has influenced mindfulness in your life? 
Um, I have a great mentor, a great business mentor, and uh, he's uh, successful in business, but he's super successful in life. And he approaches everything with just all he has. And it's been really impactful on me. Wonderful. How has mindfulness affected your emotions? Um, it's been super helpful in the sense that uh, I don't bring my emotions to the surface very much. And it's helping me bring them up a little bit more and share them and be aware and use that for later time. So I think it's really helpful in that way. So how is breathing part of your mindfulness practice? Well, breathing is a great one because breathing is really a part of brain body practice and our whole core philosophy for stability. So it's core stability for your movement, but it's also core stability for yourself. So cleansing and giving oxygen to your brain and body. So if you could recommend a book related to mind, related to mindfulness, what would that be? Um, I had a couple things in mind and, and flow. I don't know if you know flow. Um, it's yes. more sports, right? So I don't know if that's technically mindfulness, but for me, because movement is a great way for mindfulness, um, it, it relates a lot for me. Um, another one from my past career I love is called Mindless Eating. I don't know if you ever read that, but that's a great I haven't read that one. Uh, that's amazing. It's about how you eat and all the things in mindless eating. It's a really interesting, interesting book. Um, ah. I think those are, those are two, to me, they're practical. They're about your health and they're about mindfulness. I'll put that information in the show notes at yeah. mindfulnessmode.com. So that's great. And can you recommend an app, which, which helps with mindfulness? Um, no, um, I think it's kind of crazy because my past careers were developing mobile apps and I think they're really good for helping you process a lot of data, get information. I think that some of the mindfulness for me is is being able to step away from apps. It's like GPS. Sometimes you get kind of brain dead and you rely on an app and you don't start to look inward to yourself. So for me, I, I choose to stay away from apps and find ways to connect with myself and mostly through movement. Awesome. How can we learn more about The Wave and learn more about you and what you do? Well, um, you can learn more about The Wave by going to our website, um, wavetrainer.com. It's W-A-V trainer.com. I would love for you to go to the blog section. It starts to talk more about brain body and really just give you some ideas and think differently about your movement. Um, and connecting with me, I have email. You can send to me an email. It's Dina at iBalance Life. Anytime anybody wants to connect, if there's a, a scientist, a movement person, or a person who just wants to share a story, um, we love to hear from people and connect with people in a meaningful way. So anybody can reach out to me either one of those ways. Okay, so Dina at I Balance Life, and I Balance is I, like I said at the beginning of the show, I B A L A N S. Yes. Correct? Yes. S is I, because senses, train with your senses. We want you to train with your senses. So I Balance has the S because we want you to remember you always need to include your senses. Ah, I'm glad you explained that. Yes. Your senses. Your of senses. course, we need to use our senses. If you don't use your senses, you're not moving. <gasps> No, and a lot of times we are being senseless. At least I am yep. sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, so Dina, uh -huh. and that's D I E N A. Yes. Dina at ibalancelife.com. Com. Yep. Right. Yep. Ibalancelife.com, and of course, go to Wave Trainer. Dot com as well and the wave is w-a-v no e there yes wavetrainer.com check it out check out the wave it's a whole new way of moving and exercising and being aware of response yep. so so check this all out this is fascinating thanks so much for being on the show dina thank you i really enjoyed it, it was really great to speak with you awesome all, right. all the best to all right. you thank you take care yep. 
YouTube. Bye, -bye. Bye now. Thanks so much for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. For show notes for every episode, check out mindfulnessmode.com and type the guest name or the episode number into the search bar. You can also go mindfulnessmode.com slash whatever episode number you like. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you could help us out by subscribing to Mindfulness Mode wherever you listen, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, so many places you can hear Mindfulness Mode. So hit subscribe and share because that truly helps our show. And remember what I mentioned at the top of the show, this sleep naturally guided meditation that I have for you just for Mindful Tribe members. It's to help you receive the deep, easy sleep that you deserve. Sleep naturally and you'll be able to fall asleep easily, get more work done tomorrow and feel better about it. Rest comfortably without effort. Go to mindfulnessmode.com slash sleep for your free download. So remember, subscribing and sharing helps keep Mindfulness Mode on the air. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.